Take your Bibles this morning. Turn again to the book of John in chapter 4. John in chapter 4. We'll be reading verses 39 through 42 this morning. Beginning with verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman who testified, he told me all that ever I did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode the two days. And many more believed because of his own word. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. What a blessed portion of Scripture this is. Jesus and his disciples returning to Galilee But Jesus must go through Samaria. And we often say he must go through Samaria because he had an appointment there, and an appointment to keep. He had an appointment with a woman of Samaria. We say oftentimes that he had one there. He must save. In fact, it was not only one there that he must save. There were many there. Chosen of God. Given to the Son for salvation. The woman, Samaria, after being saved, returns into the city to testify to others of what Christ had done for her. And as she leaves, his disciples are there, have returned from the city from buying food. And they're encouraging Jesus to eat of the food that they had bought. And 
He tells them, I have food to eat that you know not of. And they quizzed among themselves, did someone here bring something to eat? Something to eat while we were gone? And Jesus said that he came to do the will of his Father and to complete that will. That was his food. That was his necessary food. And, and he said, concerning that food and the necessity of that food, he said, lift up your eyes and look under the fields. He said, they're white already under harvest. And after saying that, here come men, many. Here come many from the city that who had believed because of the testimony of that woman. The point here in these verses is Sowing and reaping. You see, the truth of verses 35 through 38 began to appear. The, the benefits, the fact of what Jesus said, the fields are wide unto harvest. And this woman has gone into the city and she is reaping the harvest. Many souls are being brought. And so we read, many of the Samaritans believed on Christ for the pain of the woman. For her testimony, which she gave, she told what Jesus had done for her. But this is not all. For we read again in verse 41. Many more believed because of the Christ's own testimony. Because of the Christ's own words. Which he spoke. You see. Some were converted. By the testimony of the woman. And what Jesus had been telling his disciples. One sows and another reaps. And they both benefit of the reaping. They both benefit of the rewards. They both have joy for those who Christ. Not only were some converted by her testimony, but some were converted by the preaching of 
Christ. Samaritans. Jesus says one. And she goes and tells what he has done for her to others. And many of them believe and are brought. Christ then continues to preach. And many more are saved. Samaritans. But not only Christ. In the book of Acts in chapter 8, we find Philip. Upon the persecution upon Stephen and, and the church at Jerusalem being scattered everywhere. And they went everywhere preaching the word. And we find Philip going down to Samaria, to the city of Samaria. City in the region of Samaria, Samaria. The same area that Jesus and his disciples had been. And many had received the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. And we find Philip there preaching. And many more are being saved. And there was great joy in Samaria in the days of Philip. According to the book of Acts, chapter 8, verses 5 through 8. The testimony of the woman. Consider that for a moment. This woman, after having Christ revealed to her, after having her eyes enlightened and her ears open, understanding open. She goes forth. She goes forth sowing the seed. She goes forth sowing the word of God. The testimony of, of what Christ had done for her. She said, come. Come. See a man. Which told me all things that ever I did. That is a testifying of what Christ has done for her. And now he opened her eyes to see the truth. She told what Christ had done. Maybe Christ here had said to her, Now, now you go. You tell your friends what things soever I have done. Turn with me to the book of Mark. The book of Mark, chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, and look with me at verse 19. Here we have... Jesus making the maniac of Gadara whole, casting out the demons, the Satan that was in him, salvation. He's people from the town come out, hearing about what Jesus did, come out, and, and they find the man clothed before he was naked, running around the tomb, 
Now they find him clothed and sitting at the feet of Jesus in his right mind. And he's sitting there at the feet of Jesus. Let's sink into your mind where he's at. He's sitting there with Jesus. And Jesus is ready to return, returns to the ship and to the boat he came over on. And, and the man wants to go with him. But Jesus said no. And look at verse 19. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not. You can't go with me. But saith unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. See, that, that's what saved individuals are to do. <laughs> They're, they're to go they're, they're to go tell their loved ones. They're to go tell their friends, their neighbors. What great things Jesus has done for them. What great things God has done for them. And so we find this woman doing that. We also found another one in Scripture just recently in, in our Sunday school lesson. We, we saw that Nebuchadnezzar told things had been done to him. Turn with me the book, back to the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel in chapter 4. And look with me at verse 1 here. We often refer to the book of Daniel in chapter 4 and, and look at verse 35 and so forth and, and see there uh, Nebuchadnezzar's proclamation of, of him being sovereign, God being sovereign and doing as he wills in the, in the armies of heaven and in the armies of earth. But this whole fourth chapter is, is Nebuchadnezzar relating to his kingdom, what great things God has done for him. Verse 1 of chapter 4, he said, Nebuchadnezzar, the king, unto all people, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. He says, I thought it good to show the signs and wonders that the high God hath wrought toward me that God hath done for me. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. The kingdom, his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. Nebuchadnezzar telling what great thing God had done for him. That's what you and I are to do. As saved individuals, we're to tell others. We're to tell loved ones, friends, neighbors. We're to tell them what great things God has done for us. And so this woman of Samaria went and told what great things God had done for her, what great things Jesus had done for her. 
And upon her testimony, many believed. Many believed instantly. Not all, but many believed. There were many who heard her words, who heard her words of testimony, but did not believe her. She had sold the seed, hadn't she? She had sold the seed, whether they believed or not. She had sold the seed to those who heard her, but did not believe her. And then Jesus comes preaching the word. Back in our text of in the book of John, in verse 40, so when the Samaritans were come unto him, those Samaritans which believed, they came to Jesus, they, and they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days, two more days, and many more believed because of his own work. Because he stayed there another two. They besought him to stay there two more days. He stayed two more days preaching the word. And many more believed. Those who believed upon the testimony of the woman, they entreated Jesus. They implored Jesus. To stay, to abide with them. And he stayed and abode with them two more days, preaching the word. Well, I want you to notice an eagerness on the part of those that were now saved, the, on the part of those who were now believed, believed because of the testimony of the woman. And they, they were eager for him to stay and to continue to preach the word. There was a readiness in their minds to hear more of the word. In the book of Acts, chapter 17, book of Acts, chapter 17, verse 11, we have Paul and Silas at Berea. And there, Paul's preaching unto them. And this said concerning about those Bereans. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind. In other words, they, they had a ready mind. To they had a mind that was eager to hear the word preached. And Search the scriptures daily whether those things were so. In other words, confirming those things, making making them part of their own <laughs> true believers. And you go down in the twelfth verse, and we find that that many more believed. Bereans believed upon the preaching of. Paul and Silas there. 
And so the Samaritans here were saved at the testimony of, of the woman that the woman put forth were eager for the word. They were eager for the word. They were eager for Jesus to stay, stay longer. I think they were eager to hear more of the word of God preached and proclaimed to them. But I, I think also there was a possibility that existed there that they still had loved ones. They had friends. They had neighbors whom the woman had also testified to. But they had not believed. And they were desirous that, that Jesus would stay and continue to preach that, that their loved ones, their friends, and their neighbors might be saved as well. And of course, along with that, they might be fed more of the Word of God. And many more believed. Praise God. Praise God. You see, Jesus has said, the fields are, are white unto harvest. <laughs> Lift up your eyes and look, and behold, the fields, they're white already to harvest. And so many more believed. However, not all, but many. Those who the woman had witnessed to, she had sold the seed, and many believed, but not all. Now, now Jesus comes preaching the word. You might say, reinforcing, confirming what the woman had said. And here comes Jesus saying the same thing, preaching the same thing. Preaching the word. And it came unto these not in word only but it came unto them in power and was the power of God unto salvation that is it was made effectual it was made effectual by God it was made effectual by the Holy Spirit of God turn with me to the book of 1 Thessalonians the book of Thessalonians, in chapter 1, and verse 5. For our gospel came not unto you in word only. <laughs> you see, many times the word preached, the gospel being preached, it's just in word only many hearers. But to these Thessalonians who were saved, and now church members, it didn't come to them in word only, but also in power and in the 
Holy Ghost. That is, the Holy Ghost made it a fractional. The Holy Ghost made it powerful. He gave power to the preaching of the word, to the gospel of Christ being preached. And in much assurance, in other words, when, when the gospel was preached under the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit making it, making it powerful, giving it efficacy into your hearts, it is, it is received, it is received with much conviction, with much assurance. You're, you're confirmed that it is so. It is true, and you can't be persuaded otherwise. As ye know what manner of men we were among you for your sakes. In other words, you Thessalonians, you, you know what we endured, what we suffered to bring the gospel to you. The Holy Ghost brought it to you in power, and you believed, you were convinced that it was so. Turn with me to the book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah in chapter 23. Another verse here that, that I love. God here says through Jeremiah to those at Jerusalem. He says, it's not my word like as a fire? Well, consider that for a minute. Is not the word of God like a fire? Does not it consume? Does it not dispel the dross? Does it not burn up the dross? The filth? The wretchedness? Yes. That's what the word of God does when it comes in power saith the Lord, and like a hammer, and it's powerful like a hammer, and breaketh the rock in pieces. It, it breaks up that old stony heart. You see, the Word of God, it burns up the dross, it burns up the filth, and it, it, like a hammer, it breaks up the stony heart. And God gives you a new heart in the place of that stony heart. He gives you a heart now that is toward the things of God. Turn with me uh, quickly to the book of Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel in chapter 36. And look with me here at verse 26. The word of God says... A new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart. He broke it up with his word. He broke that old stony heart up with a hammer of his word. And he burned up the dross, the filth thereof. And I give you... And I will give you an heart of flesh. I'll give you a heart that is, is soft and moldable toward me and towards the things of God. 
And that's what the Word of God does when it's accompanied with the Holy Spirit of God, making it effective to those whom He will. And so Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 1 and, and verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek or to the Gentile, to the heathen. <clears throat> now, Jesus comes preaching and teaching, remaining there two days, and many more believed. So Jesus comes, and he reaps in the harvest. The fields that are white, Jesus reaps, and many come. In the book of 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 7, we're told this. A very interesting point, a very necessary point, a very important point. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth. If you plant, if you sow, if you water, you're nothing. You're only doing what God has told you to do. You're being obedient to what God has said do. You're preaching and teaching the Word of God. You're sowing, you're watering. And if you reap... <laughs> It's not because of anything that you have done. But God that giveth the increase. It's God that gives the increase. See, not only the preaching of the preacher, not only the testimony of the woman of Samaria, Go back to our text in, in John chapter 4. I want us to read verse uh, 42. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, not because of the testimony which you spoke, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this indeed is the Christ the Savior of the world. You see, God did it. God gave the increase. God gave the increase with the testimony of the woman of Samaria. And again, God gave the increase of the preaching of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's not only because of the one who 
previously sold the seed, nor is it not only because of the words of the one who is now preaching the gospel at the time that the harvest is being reaped. They were now made to hear. The word was now made effectual. They now heard. They, before they heard with the physical ear the woman of Samaria and her testimony, but they did not believe. Now they heard the words of Jesus speaking, and the word came to them in power. It was made effectual to them, and they believed what Jesus was speaking unto them, and they believed that he was the Christ. And he was the savior of the world. They now were made to hear. As we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Creator God created the light. And he commanded the light to shine. In the midst of the darkness. And has shined in our hearts. God. And with the same power that he commanded the light to shine in darkness and creation. God has now commanded the light to shine in our hearts. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. In the face of Jesus Christ. Mm, you see, dearly beloved, it was the power of God. It is the power of God that brings salvation to his people. Turn with me to the book of Acts. The book of Acts, in chapter 11, and we'd like to look at verse 21. These members of the church at Jerusalem, on the persecution of Stephen, the church at Jerusalem was scattered, and they went everywhere preaching the word, preaching the gospel. Some went even as far as Cyprus and Cyrene, and on to Antioch. Those of Cyprus and Cyrene, many went to Antioch, preaching the word. Notice what verse 21 tells us. And the hand of the Lord was with them, was with them, went to Antioch. The hand of the Lord was with them. In other words, the, he gave power to the preaching of the word. And a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. You see, it was as 1 Thessalonians 1.5. The Holy Spirit gave power to the word of God being pre preached and proclaimed. He made it effectual. He made it effective in their hearts. And they believed. A great multitude a great number believe. Turn with me now to the book of James. 
James chapter 1. In verse 17. James 1, 17 and 18. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. You can't get a greater gift than salvation. Can't get a greater gift than repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and His shed blood. That's the gift being spoken of here. Every good gift and every perfect gift, everything that, 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 that we're blessed with, every gift that we're blessed with that comes as a result of the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ being made effectual, savingly in our hearts, our souls, comes above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning of his own will begat he us of the will of God begat he us it was of his own power it was of doing and he chooses whom to make the word effectual to of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures and so it continues today every soul that is saved is because God willed and made it powerful, made it effective. The word of truth was made effective in their hearts. And they believed. They couldn't do anything else but repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. Shall we stand, have a song?